Welcome to the Wellness and Wanderlust podcast. We're here to demystify wellness and help you add a little adventure to your life. Tune in for a new episode every week where we'll hear from incredible guests and talk about ways to be happier and healthier in our new normal. I'm your host, Valerie Moses. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. If you're joining us for the very first time, I want to welcome you to the podcast. I'm really excited that you're here, and I can't wait for you to see what we have in store on our show. So in today's episode, we're going to be tackling a topic that I think a lot of us are dealing with right now, which is working from home and some of the challenges that come with that. During the pandemic, a lot of us have made the transition to remote work and have had some mixed results. For me personally, I've always been curious about working from home at least part-time for a while now. I'm an introvert, I'm pretty self-directed, and I'm easily distracted in an office setting. So when my department was sent to work remotely in March, I was actually really looking forward to that autonomy and being able to be more intentional about my workspace. Of course, everybody has their struggles and people have had different results from working from home and different challenges. Six months later, I know that I miss seeing people in person, and I really used to love going on tea breaks with my friend Carrie to break up the day, so that's something I definitely miss. It can't really be replaced with a Skype call or um, you know, an IM, but I do love the freedom that remote work provides, so of course it has its pros and cons, but I think a lot of us can learn to really make the most of the situation and find Um, some of the highlights of working from home and some of the benefits. So I was really excited to talk to today's guest, Asia Farrow. Asia is a lifestyle design blogger and a copywriter based in Phoenix, Arizona. She has her own creative agency, Dreams to Plans. And Asia and I are actually from the same hometown. We went to middle and high school together. And I've really loved watching her journey over the years as a digital nomad and getting to see her travels, of course. And I knew that she would be absolutely the perfect person to bring on the show to talk about her own experience with remote work and, of course, as an entrepreneur. In this episode, we talk about the transition from office life to working from home, how to stay motivated and productive when you're not in a traditional office space, ways to combat that digital fatigue that I think everyone is facing right now, and tips for maintaining a work-life balance when your office hours don't feel quite so clear. We also got the chance to talk about traveling during the pandemic and ways to stay safe while adventuring. I think you guys are really going to love this episode. I get a lot of questions in my DMs about the work from home life and kind of staying productive and consistent. And I think everyone is going to find this episode to be extremely helpful. Before we get started, I would like to just give a quick shout out to today's partner, Rent the Runway. Those of you who follow me on social media know that I am a huge fan of this company. I love being able to rent designer clothing every month at a fraction of the cost. Rent the Runway has allowed me to maintain a sense of normalcy while working from home during the pandemic, and I love getting compliments on my Zoom tops. Um, Everyone knows, you know, the Zoom top and the yoga pants, it is perfectly fine right now during quarantine. So if you're looking to glam things up a little bit while working from home, um, or if you're truly leaving the house right now, Rent the Runway gives you a sustainable way to try on new outfits and put a little more time into yourself. I'll leave my promo code in the show notes for you to take advantage of my discount for your first month of the service. 
So without further ado, let's dive into this episode. Hey, Asia, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, For our listeners who don't know you, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thank you for having me. So as Valerie said, my name is Asia. Um, I am a lifestyle design blogger and a freelance writer based out of Phoenix, Arizona. I live here with my husband and my three fur babies. Um, I spend most of my time working on copywriting and, and content creation for different businesses. And under normal circumstances where we are not in a pandemic, you could usually find me venturing around a new city or learning a new skill. That's awesome. And I think a lot of people are really curious about that remote life and, you know, living as that digital nomad. Um, When did you make that switch and how was the transition for you? So I moved from Florida to Arizona in January 2017. And that was when I quit um, corporate America, if you will. So that was when I launched my own business. So I've been remote for almost four years now. Uh, The transition, I would say, equal parts fun and challenging. (laughs) You know, you go from having your supervisor hovering, I mean, mine literally sat right next to me at all times, to having zero schedule or boss to to turn to. And so while I am a self-directed person, um, it was, there was a, a learning curve because pretty much overnight I had to learn how to market myself, uh, run my books, um, file my business taxes, have sales conversations with clients and pitch and all that fun stuff. But um, I will say that I think that working for myself has given me a certain level of resilience and and self-sufficiency that my previous office job did not. So I'm grateful for that aspect. But yeah, it was, there was a learning curve, but I enjoyed it. Absolutely. I think a lot of us are feeling that right now, actually. Um, Tell us a little more about what you do in your work from home role. Sure. So I run a creative agency called Dreams to Plans Creative, and I offer um, copywriting and content marketing services for a handful of different businesses. So a typical day for me could include um, researching and writing articles for blog posts, uh, putting together a social media content calendar, um, writing the copy for things like email newsletters or, or ads or website landing pages. Um, I like it because I get to use my creative and my strategic sides of my brain. So fun to try and get into the audience's mind. And and it's definitely in marketing, the digital landscape is always changing and evolving. So it keeps me on my toes. Absolutely. Um, And I think it's great that you get to use, you know, both sides of your brain a little bit. You get, you know, to use some of that creativity What are some of the benefits that you have from um, doing this type of role from home and having the digital nomad lifestyle? Yeah, I'd say the biggest benefit for me is my time freedom. Um, I was working in a traditional office for uh, almost three years out of college, and that was more than enough (laughs) for me. Um, I, I, I think about it, and I spent so much time, you know, driving to and from the office, getting myself ready in the morning, uh, making my lunches and breakfast to bring with me. And when you work from home, you're just saving so much of that commute time and getting yourself ready and and all that. So I'd say that the the time freedom is the biggest benefit. Um, 
my husband works from home too. And so I love being able to be here with him and, and snuggle on my pets throughout the day. So that's a plus as well. Definitely. I really am enjoying that as well, being at home and getting to just have more of that flexibility in your schedule. Um, I think that's something that a lot of people are enjoying, but I think some of us are also struggling with having all of that freedom as well, going from, you know, the traditional nine to five, some even having scheduled breaks. I know some companies, there are even scheduled bathroom breaks and, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, you know, kind of, um, thankfully not in my case, but, um, you know, going from, you know, that type of structure to, you know, something where you're kind of creating your own schedule. I know a lot of people that I've talked to are struggling with staying motivated and kind of, um, you know, structuring their day and having that productivity. Um, you know, for me, it's really nice not having some of the distractions, but I think for a lot of people, um, you know, it can be really difficult when you have all that freedom. Um, what tips do you have? What, what are some of your go-tos um, just for being more productive when you're working from home or, um, you know, outside of a traditional office space? Yeah. So as far as being productive, I always say that the, the, the best productivity system is the one that works for you. And I have tried dozens. <laughs> so it's taken <laughs> some trial and error for sure. Um I like, there, there's an app that I have that's called Forest, and it's almost like playing a game to stay focused, and that's something that's helped my productivity a lot. So the basic premise is that um, you set a time block where you, you do not touch your phone, and that timer runs, and a tree grows as the timer goes. If you do exit the app, um, the tree will die. It's such a silly little thing, but just something like things like that help me help me stay focused and productive. Just that that small motivator. So that's one thing that I use a lot. Um, I find that lo-fi music and sounds help me keep my energy up. I'm definitely a person that um, thrives off of music, and I really enjoy music. So um, there's a lo-fi sound playlist on Spotify that I love. Um, it helps just keep my mood and spirits lifted and it helps me focus. So that that's, that's, those are two ways that I use every single day for sure. I need to look into both of those because I know, <laughs> um, I think especially now, um, you know, being at home, there are so many more distractions and I'm already someone who is on my phone constantly and um, sometimes you really do need to just set it down and kind of, you know, focus on the task at hand. And I think having, you know, gamifying it a little bit makes it more fun and kind of gives you a challenge. And so I think that's something I am definitely going to be downloading after this interview myself, um, you know, to kind of keep my energy up and stay focused a little bit more while making it fun. Um, so those are really great. I think there are so many really great apps out there to help kind of keep people on track. Uh, something that I think a lot of people are struggling with right now, too, is, you know, that isolation, being away from the office. Maybe they had, you know, close proximity to a lot of coworkers and now going from, you know, really socializing at work might have been, you know, some of their, you know, that's a third of your life maybe at the office um, to being in, you know, close quarters, maybe with family, maybe living on your own, but not having that same kind of connection. 
Um, how can people who are working from home still find ways to stay connected to their teams? And um, if they're going to work for themselves at this time, if that's the transition, how can they stay you know, connected to the outside world? Yeah. So with all of the different video chat options that are available now, it's, it's becoming easier to stay connected virtually. Um, uh, things that I've done are virtual coffee chats with um, people that I wanted to network with or, or even with clients. And that helps the, the isolation just to see another face. It's, not, it's still not the same as, as being in person, but it helps. And so I think that scheduling things like a virtual coffee chat or, or a virtual lunch, even just like once a week with your team, would be a good way to combat that and, and stay connected. Yeah, I love those, you know, face to face, even if you can't, you know, go physically get coffee with a person, just getting to see someone. It, um, I know we all get a little bit of that Zoom fatigue from time to time, but I still think it's better than, you know, not getting to see anyone. And so I really, I really enjoy that as well. Do you have any work from home must haves? I know a lot of people maybe don't have um, a typical office setup in their homes right now, or maybe they're, you know, they're coming from the office and not really sure what to start with. Um, what are your work from home must-haves, or if you are traveling and working from another destination, what, you know, keeps you productive and motivated? The the biggest must-have for me is um, a, a virtual co-working platform called Focusmate. Um, so it's not a physical thing, but it's something that I use every single day and, and it's done wonders for my productivity. So it, it pairs you with someone else in the world for a 50 minute work session. And um, it's just something that's helped me hold myself accountable. And again, it combats that isolation. Just having another person on the other side of the screen is, is helpful and nice. Um, that's my biggest one. And I'm always, always talking about that one to everyone. As far as physical items, I would say, even if you don't have a designated workplace, um, like you said, when I'm traveling, having just small items easily visible. So like, um, a little sticky on my laptop or, um, a quote, um, on my desktop that I like just small things in the workspace that, that inspire me, that keep my spirits high. Um, for example, I have right next to my computer in my home office, uh, some wall art that says, you got this. And then on my desktop is a quote that says, today is a good day to have a good day. So just little positive reminders that make you feel good, I think would be my, my must haves. I love that. I think that there's so much power in you know, seeing those things and kind of setting those intentions throughout your day. When I do have those sticky notes, even if I just see it, you know, kind of walking through the room, it really does add to my day and, you know, set the, you know, the whole direction for how it's going to go. So um, I love that. And I think that's something that people can easily do if they're, you know, plugging in somewhere else. It's not heavy furniture or anything like that. It's not a huge investment, but it's something that people can do and make work for them. So I think that is really a great idea. Now, working from home, I think in general, people can have a hard time shutting things off with our phones and everything going on in the world. But now being at home and your office might be your kitchen table or your guest room or even your own bedroom, 
um, sometimes maintaining that work-life balance um, can be really difficult and not knowing really when to shut it off. What are your suggestions for maintaining that balance? In the beginning, this was the hardest part for me. And even, I mean, I still have my days where I'm just, I can't, I feel like I can't step away. And yeah, I zero, I had, honestly, in the beginning, I had zero work-life balance. I was on a screen all day until I went to sleep. So that's something that I've worked really, really hard at. Um, my biggest tip for helping shut everything off is physically schedule something in your calendar for after work hours that's going to force and encourage you to kind of switch gears and go be with your family or friends. That's what works for me, like just putting in a date night or a virtual game night with a friend or something like that. Um, That sort of thing helps me. That is such good advice. Um, I was in a um, a Zoom meeting earlier today where we were actually talking about, we were talking about this subject and you know, not always taking the time for fun or for those things that refresh us. And I had joked, but I kind of, it's kind of true. Um, if, if it's on my to-do list or if it's in my calendar, I will do it. Um, but if I just say, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to try to relax, it m- might not happen unless it's really concrete like that. So I think, I think that's really great advice that makes it a lot easier to shut things off because it can be hard. I, you know, find myself, you know, after hours constantly looking at my phone, but if you're doing things with other people or you have something on your calendar, even if it's, you know, during this, you know, time at home, you can still, you know, shut things off and, and have that separation a little bit more. Now, for many of us, this is sort of related, but um, as I mentioned before, a lot of us being on Zoom more often, being connected on our phones more often and on the computer and social media, a lot of us are facing digital fatigue right now. We're not able to see people in person quite as much, so it seems like a better option than you know total isolation. But the fatigue is still there from seeing all of those screens. Um, Do you have any tips for combating that? I do. Um, One of the things that I implemented at the start of 2020 was um, not putting my phone in my bedroom. And I will never go back because, um, you know, a bedroom is a place for rest and it's a retreat. So keeping the, the distracting devices and the blue light out of there has been really good for me. It's improved my quality of sleep. Um, it prevents me from reaching for the phone first thing in the morning, which <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I, when I did that, it just sets my day off on an anxious note. I'm, just, I'm looking at all the things um, that are vying for my attention and, and, and waiting for my response. So it just putting that phone away in the drawer or just elsewhere in your house other than your bedroom helps you to to break that up and, and making it a point to do something that you enjoy for yourself first in the morning before you check in. That's the biggest thing that I've done that's helped. That is incredible. I have been talking about doing that for a long time. I need to just invest in a, an alarm clock. Um, <laughs> But I do find exactly that the phone ends up being the first thing I touch in the morning. I see an email that someone sent at a weird time and I'm up and ready to go maybe before it's actually time to start working. And I think I think that's really great advice to help you shut off a little bit and to not 
be scrolling in bed before, you know, before you start your day, you can kind of have, you know, more restful practices before you, you know, get started. So I think that's really great advice and something that everybody needs to take into account, (laughs) myself included. It took me a while. I had it on my to-do list for a long time, but finally, finally pulled the trigger in January and I've, I've like, I've really liked it. That's awesome. Well, I think this will need to be the year for me. (laughs) You know, it's, I guess it's not too late in the year to start. It's been such a weird year. (laughs) So although you've been working from home for a while, you've also been able to do a lot of travel in your role. And obviously right now things are looking a lot different. Um, So tell me how life is looking differently for you right now during the pandemic. Pandemic has switched up our life completely. Um, Since we moved to Phoenix about four years ago, I mean, we were lucky if we were at home for more than a week or two at a time. We have spent the last four years nonstop traveling. So it has definitely slowed us down, which I'm enjoying because, I mean, the fast pace, it's, it's, it, it, you, you get drained over time. It's exhausting. And you don't realize that until you have that time to slow down. So while I do miss, you know, just being able to pick up and go see our family in Florida or, or go on vacation, um, there's, there's perks to, to slowing down. Like I finally got to furnish rooms in my house that I didn't, that I didn't set the side, the, the time aside to before. Um, yeah, that was the bit. That's the biggest part. Just not being able to travel. We're not. We've done a couple of short road trips, but still not going on an airplane doesn't feel safe for us quite yet. So hanging tight. Lack of travel. That's um, definitely what I've been struggling with right now as well. And now I've really enjoyed over the years seeing all of your travels on social media. I've always really, um, you know, they're definitely some of my goals as well. And, um, of course, and I, um, well, Southwest United States is somewhere I've really been wanting to go for a long time. And with the pandemic, unless I drive out there, it will probably be a little while, but, um, but I have seen some of your, um, your road trips on social media. Um, tell us, you know, any travel tips you have right now, um, you know, while things are a little bit different, how people can still kind of get out and adventure a little bit. Mm-hmm. So just taking precautions and, and doing everything that you can to keep yourself and the people around you safe. So for example, two weeks ago, we went um, to Los Angeles, which is about a five hour drive from us. Um, like I said, we're sticking to road trips. It just feels safer for right now. Um, a couple of things that you can do as preventative uh, maintenance would be um, reaching out to your hotel or your Airbnb ahead of time, seeing what they have in place to protect you and keep you safe. That's a really big one. Um, of course, wearing your mask, but that's stating the obvious. <laughs> uh, keeping keeping your sanitizer on you at all times because you don't know when you're going to touch something funky, an elevator button or, or anything like that. So just a little bit of extra planning and prep, I think, is is important for travel right now. Absolutely. And while I usually always had some hand sanitizer on me, it's so amazing to think about, you know, some of the considerations that um, that come to mind now when we're planning a trip, what, what we probably never thought of, you know, for 
all the years that we've been, you know, going places. And I think, yeah, with a little more preparation, I think it can still be safe. I think one of my goals by the end of this year is to take a driving trip somewhere other than, um, other than visiting family, just, you know, do something to feel a little bit more normal, but, um, you know, looking to some of the cleaning practices and things like that for the places that we go. And, um, I think it's still possible. I think, um, just will look a lot different for a long time. Yes. Yes. It has definitely shaken up the entire industry, but Hey, maybe people will be cleaner when they travel from now on, which is a good thing. Yeah. You know, I think about all of the things that felt, you know, I never really questioned before. I, um, I would, I was never, you know, necessarily a germaphobe, but I really have been very careful during the pandemic. And n- now I think about, you know, I never want to go to a buffet ever again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. I, I, and you know, the ones near us are, are packed to the brim now, which is really scary to me. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely looking different, but I think still, you know, there are possibilities. Um, It's just, you know, I hate to say I know it's a a very overused phrase, but just kind of a new normal right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, kind of shifting gears a little bit, um, you know, during this time, unfortunately, a lot of people are looking for work. Um, maybe some of them are thinking that this is the time to pivot and, you know, follow the dream for maybe a business idea that they've had. Um, so what advice do you have for people who are either looking for remote opportunities right now, maybe freelance, or even if they're starting their own business right now? It is a weird time. And so I think that my biggest tip would be to just be kind with yourself, be patient and give yourself grace because businesses, freelancers, everyone, we're all just trying to navigate everything the best that we can. And and like you said, a lot of, you know, everyone's had to pivot in different ways. So just giving yourself that grace is, is number one. And then second would be stay consistent with your efforts. You know, what you, what you track is going to get managed. And so taking that that inspired action daily to get to that remote job or that um, freelance client um, will pay off soon enough. Just be, uh, you know, take action daily and be consistent and track. Absolutely. I think those are all really great tips. So um, I would love to get into some rapid fire questions. People will get to know you a little better. Um, So are you ready to get started on those? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. All right. What is your top wellness tip? Top wellness tip is to get outside. Um, anytime I feel anxious or any negative emotion, really, uh, I just need to take the dog out front for a few minutes or, or just let like feel the sun on my shoulders. And it, it instantly makes me feel better. Just moving your body and, and getting some fresh air always helps clear my mind. Absolutely. And you are in a beautiful place to do that right now. Um, I am. (laughs) I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Any tips, anyone in your area, um, you know, traveling, any hiking trails or anywhere that they need to check out um, to do that? Uh, So an hour and a half north of Phoenix, 
is a city called Prescott, and it is a lot cooler than it is here right now. So I'd say that's a really good place to go. They have beautiful hiking. There's a, a lake that you can kayak on. So Prescott, Arizona. Um, Phoenix has cooled down a little bit, although if you were to hike, I'd say stick to mornings and evenings. Um, my favorite hikes are South Mountain and Camelback. That sounds beautiful. <laughs> Here, I think it was 110 on my heat index in the last oh couple gosh. of days. It's insane. Um, Central Florida, we do not get a breeze like we did down south. Mm -hmm. um, no beaches. <laughs> so I um, am definitely sticking to early mornings and after <laughs> <Yeah>. dark. <laughs> yes. 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 Can't wait till maybe November and then um, <laughs> the hikes will come back. <laughs> oh, man. Um, where is your favorite travel destination? Favorite destination is Sydney, Australia. I have been there twice and it amazed me both times. Definitely my favorite city I've been to thus far. It's a very lively energy and there's a lot to do. That's awesome. Definitely on my bucket list for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you were an animal, which animal would you be and why? Uh, I've thought about this one a lot in the past, and it kind of changes every time, but as, as of right now, I'm going with otter, an otter, because they are curious and energetic and playful. Um, they're nomadic animals. They, they never stay in one place for too long, and the cutest thing ever is when they mate with another otter, they hold hands throughout the night so that they don't drift away from each other. So I like to think that, that that's my husband and I, you know, they're fiercely devoted to their partner. So I just love them. That's wonderful. I'm going to cry. <laughs> that's so sweet. I know anytime I've gone to any zoo or wildlife refuge or sanctuary, the otters are always the ones that are having the most fun of yes. all of the animals. <laughs> <laughs> They're so fun to watch. Um, that's that is too funny. Um, what is your number one favorite show to binge? Right now, I am binging Shit's Creek on Netflix. And Hilarious! It's, yeah, it's very quirky and bizarre, but I love it. That is awesome. I think I'm <laughs> one season behind, but that is such a good show to watch. <laughs> and kind of related, what is your favorite quarantine activity? I have been spending time every day on TikTok, which I never thought I would say, but it, I think a lot of people are sleeping on TikTok. And as far as favorite activity, learning the little dances. They are <laughs> really fun. They get me moving and TikTok in general, um, it, it's actually, I mean, I know it's, it's known for being like a Gen Z or app, but there's a lot of people our age and older on it that are more so providing value and tips and things. There's a lot to learn. So following those people that inspire me that I want to learn from and learning the fun little dances. Yeah. <laughs> I've been definitely enjoying your TikTok. <laughs> I, um, I'm not on the app, but I've been, you know, I've been catching a lot of TikToks on Instagram right now. I really need to get on it. Um, I, sometimes I still miss learning all the dances and cheerleading in high school. <laughs> and I feel like it would kind of satisfy that without, I don't know, having to try out for something that I'm not qualified to try out for. Yeah, they're <laughs> fun. They're fun. Cause I danced my whole life too. And this kind of, yes. kind of, it fills that void. <laughs> I love dancing. So it's fun. 
it's such good exercise too. It is. I, I had maybe a couple of months I was doing kickboxing every day and I was getting a great workout from it, but I would occasionally afterward, I would do these, um, these YouTube workouts from the fitness marshal and I would get my Fitbit would register a lot more from some of the dance moves than even just like a really hardcore kickboxing session. But I was, you know, laughing the whole time too and having this fantastic time and not like, you know, um, just sweating and wanting to cry. <laughs> yeah. Exercise yeah. that doesn't feel like exercise. That's what I like to do. Exactly. <laughs> Are you, is that something that you incorporate into the, you know, work from home, um, you know, into your routine or is that something like before or after? Cause I know some people are actually doing it maybe on their lunch break or as breaks. Um, but I wasn't sure if that was maybe part of your, you know, work from home routine or if that was like a before and after. Um, it usually happens after, uh, in the evenings. I like to, to work out in the evenings, although it doesn't happen as often as I'd like, especially in the summer, because it just, yes. I, I like to be outside and, and do hiking and bike rides and that kind of thing. So it's, it's definitely, I don't have a routine for it in the summer, but, um, usually in the, in the, on the weekends, I like to hike. And then in the evenings, we like to go for bike rides and, and my dances. So yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I understand. It's um, right now it's like exercise walking to your car in a parking lot um, <laughs> in the heat. Um, so I definitely, yeah, evenings seem to be the time right now. Summers are tough. Yes, um, yes. Well, this was incredibly helpful. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your work from home you know, tips and strategies for how to be successful right now. I think a lot of people are struggling through the transition and this will be really helpful for, you know, developing some routines. Can you tell everyone how they can find you and connect with you? Yes. So my website is dreams2plans.com and on social media, um, Instagram is dreams2plans with an underscore at the end. And then Twitter and TikTok is just my full name, Asia Farrow. And I will spell the last name because it's a tricky <laughs> one. Uh, F as in flower, A-O-R-O, Asia Farrow. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your strategies. We really enjoyed having you on. And um, I hope to see hopefully more travel from you again soon. You're such inspiration, all of your amazing trips and everything. And um, just getting to see what you do next. Oh, thank you. And thanks so much for thinking of me. I really enjoyed speaking with you. Absolutely. <laughs> Take care. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I really think that Asia provided some helpful takeaways for those of us who are just looking to be a little more productive and maintain a balance when you're working from home in this crazy chaotic time. I know that I actually downloaded the Forest app shortly after this interview, and I'm already finding myself a little bit more present in my work, but I'm also excited to finally start keeping my phone out of the bedroom and commit to an alarm clock. Uh, you know, maybe this podcast will keep me a little bit more accountable to that, so I'm really, really excited. I'd love to know what resonated with you, so when you get a chance, share this episode to your stories. Tag me at wellness and wanderlust blog to let me know what takeaways you'll be implementing in your work from home life. 
If you liked this episode, I'd love it if you could rate and review the podcast, leave that five-star rating so that others can find the show, subscribe, and share the episode with a friend who may be struggling with the transition to remote work. Thank you again to Asia for joining us today. It was such a blast to have you on. I have linked all of her information in the show notes so that you can keep in touch. I hope you'll come back next week. I'll see you then. 